0: Welcome back, Boo Crew. We're your hosts, Bree and Katie. Each week on Baking with Boo's, two best friends get together to talk about a few of the things they love the most, food and paranormal. From
1: folklore to cryptids and even fang body parts, we cover all things to chill and thrill you. So grab a blanket and a snack as we share with you what we dug up. Hello? (laughs) We have returned.
0: No, none of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Did you me blooper
0: one <laughs> <laughs> welcome back everybody um hopefully you have had a wonderful last couple months uh it's certainly <laughs> <laughs> there is a snake bug in the jar <laughs> <laughs> nothing's changed um we were under attack, and so while Brie was busy doing something, I was using the only thing I could think of at the time to hold them in because I'm afraid of them, and they're gross, and I just don't want them to fly on my face when I'm trying to talk. So, and that happened to be a decorative mason jar with, like, a beach theme inside of it, and so now we just have, like, two pet stink bugs. Girl, can they
1: breathe in there?
0: I hope not. <laughs> I, I put them in here specifically to cut them off from air and so I could watch them crawl around and die slowly. All right, Redrum. <laughs> Redrum. <laughs> um. So anyway, um, nothing's changed. Personality-wise. Personality-wise. Personality. Um. Some. Oh, that's why it's messed up. Okay. Um. Some life changes. Oh God. Whoa! She's at the top. Oh no. I'm sorry, but it's just gonna sit there. Okay. Okay. There's there's mm-hmm. some air. There's some air in there. So some life changes have happened, yes. Yes. Um, but we're back and roaring and ready for season two. Eee! Yeah, we're super excited. Um you'll notice that there we're gonna be doing things a little bit differently. The format of the shows is going to, like, change, fluctuate. We might have a certain segment one episode, and we might not have it the next. We, we're just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. And we're not trying to, like, force anything on you that's not quality.
1: Right. We were uh, getting burnt out was really... The problem and we would like to keep this show positive because this is our fun yeah we do the show for fun yes and uh our mental health is important
0: yes so with that being said would you like to talk a little bit about what's gone on in your life the sure. last couple months
1: oh gosh um
0: there's lots
1: there's lot. yeah i'm like where do i even start well since we were talking about mental health i got a new therapist she is wonderful my friends if you are somebody who enjoys a therapist who uh, does zoom and she does reiki hit me up i will i will help you out so my parents all of them all four of them Uh, abandoned ship in Ohio and went to Florida for several months, um, leaving me to take care of all three households, which was a riot. So I was stretched pretty thin. I got a new job. Um, I did leave the bucks. Big box store coffee shop that truly nobody should ever uh, purchase from. I said what I said. Oh. I really don't care at this point. Oh,
0: damn. <laughs> they were
1: horrible people. But anyway, I work at a small coffee shop now, which is much less stress, and I love it. And their
0: coffee is so fucking good. Yes. Mm, tell them what I get.
1: You get a vanilla honey Americano iced with oat milk.
0: Iced? Oh, no, I get oh. the iced. You get the I hot get one. hot, but yeah. I put ice in it. Because okay. it's too hot for me. Yeah. Because I'm a thirsty bitch and I want to drink everything as soon as I get it.
1: Honestly, that's more common than you think. Most people are like, that is too, too spicy. It's too spicy. It is too spicy.
0: Yes, I would like to drink all of it now within <laughs> the next five minutes. So we're going to need to cool this down ASAP. Yes. My mom always did that. I always put a couple ice cubes in her coffee. Oh, so. right, right, right. And I'm not much of a coffee drinker so yeah
1: unless i'm making it for. unless
0: you. you're making it for you yes. for me anyway for, sorry for me and you for me and you um i'm derailing already go ahead
1: let me try uh gosh what else uh banks and jasper live with me now yes
0: um
1: that is mm-hmm. it has been a learning curve this this child, Mr. Banks, was walking around the other day on two legs, just waltzing about my basement with little meerkat arms and just waltzing about.
0: Also known as shapeshifter
1: mode was activated. Yes. And I have decided that Jasper, his name is now Pooh Bear, not really, but that's just what I call him, because there is nothing but fluff betwixt the ears.
0: <laughs> we,
1: we just vibe and have, like,
0: gecko nobody's home eyes. of the time
1: (laughs) Uh.
0: okay it's not and this is the thing I thought it was just me I'm like there's gotta be like I'm not doing something right with these cats no there is wires loose okay in both of them literally both of them yes
1: but it's going well you know my kids adore them and they get along great with the kids um they honestly sleep with them at night most of the time Unless you're Jasper and then you're trying to shove your feather toy with a bell under my door and is at two o'clock in the morning. So then all you hear is with a jingle about. Oh my. And you can't throw it. You can't throw it because these bitches fetch and he will come trotting back to shove it back under the door.
0: That sounds fun for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I can't think of
1: any, like, other major change. I'm sure you'll think of one that I haven't thought of. How's your marriage going? Oh, wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Also, I'm thinking about cutting all my hair off. Yes. Yes. That is... We will talk about that later, because, uh, yeah, we're recording these episodes differently than we used to, so you will hear
0: about that later, girl is your hair more blue? no no it's not it must have just been the way it was shining because it looked like it had like a different color blue in
1: people it. legit thought that i dyed my hair green for saint patrick's day like i was that kind of fangirl and i'm like absolutely not i dyed this shit in september and have not dyed it since <laughs> so the fade out on this bitch is fantastic arctic fox you needed in your life
0: very nice yes I will be a walking advertisement. I don't fucking care.
1: (laughs) How about you, ma'am?
0: Um, things have been really good. Um, I am not going to share too much about, like, the more personal thing, but, like, uh, to, to be relatable and to not super sugarcoat everything, my husband and I were going through some issues. You know, it's normal. And you know what? Think about it. I don't I don't really remember hearing podcasters really talk about this much. No, usually people don't talk yeah. about that kind of thing. And I think they should. Yeah, at least a little bit. Of course, that's not what we want our whole podcast to be about. But yeah. it does happen. It's important to acknowledge and important to take care of. So we, we did that. So we both started going to therapy separately and have both gone to the doctor to, you know, be on medicine if that's what we need or you know whatever so we're both in a much better mental health space and um things my life has never been better to be frank so um relax it yes on a one little sad note uh we did lose uh one of our pups she was the oldest one
1: we've talked about her miss
0: yeah Kita passed Well we we laid her to rest um, not long ago. Um, she was blind and deaf and just kind of getting confused, almost like she had like Alzheimer's dementia type thing. And she her mobility was becoming real limited and she was messing on herself and stuff. And so quality of life. Yeah, quality of life. So you know that's always a hard thing. Um, so we did go through that. That was. That was one of the downs that we experienced, but uh, overall things have gone really well. Uh, I've I've done some fun things over the last couple months. Uh, Here just a few days ago, my mom and I went to an Elton John concert in Columbus. Oh yeah, you were talking about that the last time we recorded. Yes, so we finally got to go to that. That was on the 12th of April, and it was fantastic. We both, like, we held hands and swayed together and kind <laughs> of, like, cried because it's his farewell tour, and we're never going to be able to see him again. No. But it was a wonderful experience. Um, I know I've done other things. I'll think of them as time goes on.
1: We went to our favorite podcaster's show, finally.
0: Yes. I fucking... How can I forget that? Yeah.
1: Let's we go. went all the way down to Cincinnati to see, and that's why we drink. Mm-hmm. It's been fucking two years that the tickets have been put on hold because
0: COVID she's a bitch. Yeah. It was supposed to be in May of 2020. Yeah. That we went or mm. that we were going to go. Yeah. And then they, I think they got to do like half of their their tour mm. and then they had to cancel a few months ahead of when they were supposed to be coming here. So yeah, we finally got to go to that and it was awesome. It was a little bit of a bum rush to like get down there and get all situated and get ready before the show because, because <laughs> I was
1: actively trying to kill us on the highway. I screamed at one point. We went around a, a turn and she's like, you good? Not really, but I'm going
0: to pretend like I am. I My, my theory <laughs> with driving is like, well, first off, I'm a just-get-there person, and second, I'm, like, a get-out-of-the-way person. Like, yeah. I'm a good driver, but I'm very aggressive. Yes. and But especially, too, like, we're in a big city that we don't normally go to. We're kind of in a hurry, you know? Like, I don't have time to fuck around with other people and their slow asses. Yeah. So, yeah, after actively trying to, like, kill us on the highway, and then <laughs> we both started, like... Really getting into what we were talking about. Yes. With one of your children, and oh yeah, <laughs> just losing it laughing, and then we missed an exit. <laughs> we got turned around real quick, and then we went. So I went to the wrong fucking hotel. <laughs> I went to the wrong Hampton, and it took us forever to figure out how to get inside and get to the lobby. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it, maybe mm-hmm. it's under this name. And then I'm like, are we even in the right spot? And the guy that was trying to check (laughs) us in was like, I was going to ask you that.
1: Bitch, no. No, you're not. (laughs) No.
0: No, you're not. So, like, all the way across Cincinnati, finally get there. And trying to get something to eat and put our shit in the hotel and... It was just crazy, but the show was so freaking worth it. Mm-hmm. We had a good time, and we just crashed pretty much immediately once we got back. Yeah. You did. Your fucking phone was, like, in your hand, and you were sleeping with the TV yeah. on. Yeah.
1: I listened to ASMR almost every single night, and I find now that I've sort of, like, pavloved myself to where, like, I start scrolling to find a video to watch, and I'm fucking out.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fucking hilarious. That is my
1: ringing bell. Just scrolling to find an ASMR
0: video, and then I'm gone. I hate ASMR. I hate it.
1: A lot of people do.
0: It. (sighs) Especially, like, watching people eat. Oh, no. Fuck no. That's not. I hate that, and then I hate... I come across this on TikTok all the time, and it's always late at night, and I'm assuming it's for people that are high. (laughs) Okay, and it's, like, they have, like, dark lights on, but, mm. like, fairy lights and, like, a drum. Okay. And some, what is that called? What is this? Like, a Tibetan singing bowl? Yeah, it's just a singing bowl.
1: Apparently they're not, like, calling them a Tibetan singing bowl is incorrect. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. That was something that I learned in the time that we were gone, okay. Um, So they're just singing bowls, unless it's actually from Tibet.
0: Oh, so it's like, here in America, we're like, ooh, some Brazil nuts. And then you go to Brazil, and they're like, what do you call this? And they're like, nuts.
1: A nut. Yeah, exactly. So if you've been calling your singing bowl a Tibetan singing bowl, unfortunately, is it is incorrect, unless it's actually from Tibet.
0: So my singing bowl. I don't even remember what we are talking about. Oh, but people, and they're like dusting feathers over their microphones. I'm like, ugh, I hate it.
1: I'm one of those people. I've been watching ASMR for 10 years now.
0: Mm.
1: No, 11 years now. Um, Because I used to watch it to help me sleep when I had my first baby. And he'll be 11 in June. Yeah. Fuck me. Um, You're so old. I feel it. Right now I feel it. Because everything hurts and there's precisely three knots in my neck right now. (laughs) And I didn't tell you this, but I was getting into the fridge the other day. And I'm like, you know, in a squatting position, like gandering at my kingdom. And uh, (laughs) Emmett comes up behind me, and he puts his arm around arms around my neck and is like, you can't get up, bitch, I could not get up. I could not, he weighs 60 pounds. I could not stand up. And I just started laughing because I'm like, this is some fucking bullshit. I'm not even 32 yet, and I can't stand up with 60 pounds on my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I was mad, but laughing.
0: <laughs> my how to turn tables. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else is there? Uh,
1: I don't know. These seem to be
0: We're like so prepared but unprepared at the same time.
1: Yes, I actually wrote out how we wanted our episodes to go now. Oh yes. Um but yeah, no. Really that's it. Um like we said, the there's um things that are gonna change. Um, like we're not doing our monstrous media, this or that in every episode. That's just gonna be our dessert episode. And even then that's gonna flux a little bit dependent. Because sometimes you just don't get to that shit or you're not quite finished with the book and you're like, I need to put this off. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be different ways that we do things, Mm -hmm. but we hope that you still enjoy it. And if you have any feedback, like, please let us know whether it's constructive criticism.
0: Yeah, if you're an asshole, I'm just going to delete and block you.
1: Or if you're like, hey, I really like how you change this. We want to hear about it. Like we want to hear from you guys.
0: Yeah, you can get us on Facebook, Twitter, um, even TikTok, yeah, Instagram, um, or you can send us an email. It's baking underscore with underscore booze at yahoo.com. So yeah, let us let us know some feedback.
1: The only feedback that I have gotten was from a TikTok about a guy telling me that I don't have to wash my rice. And I'm like, you are white and you've been listening to white people because all everybody else tells me to wash my rice. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Thank
0: you. I agree. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Let me do what I do. If the rice guy on TikTok tells me to wash
1: my rice while he is yelling into the microphone, I'ma listen.
0: Because that's what I do. That's a good strategy. (laughs) All right. Anything else? No. Okay. So, for our very first episode back, you have the recipe. Yes. So.
1: Also, we have decided to do themes for the month of, like, our food. For some months, yeah. Yeah. So, for the first one, I made... Stuffed mini sweet peppers with vegan garlic cashew spread.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait to try one of those.
1: So all it has in it is like the mini sweet peppers, which you can get at pretty much any box store. Um, they're the, the smaller ones. They're usually like the, the stoplight colors. Um, the ones that I had were red, yellow, and orange. You just have them. Take out the seeds. You don't want the seeds. And the vegan spread is just garlic, lemon juice, black pepper. Uh, This says Himalayan pink salt. I used Morton's. We ain't bougie today. We got it from a box. It's all good. It's good. And cashews, of course. So you're going to... It's two cups of cashews, or I measured that shit with my heart today. It was pretty much two cups anyway. Uh, so it's better if you have them raw and unsalted. But if it's salted, just run it through the water a couple times and, like, drain it off. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I tried mine before I put them in water, and they were very salty. Yeah. So I ran them through. That's why I was afraid to add salt.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I ran them through, washed them off about three times, and that really got rid of most of it. Um, to the point that I needed to add salt later. So, mm-hmm. so you're going to let those go for a few hours. Like you want them fully submerged in the water. Um, so that way there's no crunch anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want it to be mush in the water. But you can like have them overnight. And they won't lose their structural integrity. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be about at least four hours of mm-hmm. being submerged. So then you're going to put... All your stuff in the food processor. Um, if you have a strong enough one, if not, I definitely recommend a Vitamix. Like it would have been the texture I wanted.
0: If I would have known that that you needed that, I would could have cleaned my big Ninja out
1: processor see and i thought that
0: my processor would have been fine because i've done this
1: before in my processor but uh she was not living her best life today apparently she was just like fuck no i don't want to yeah she was not not here for that she was thinking of margaritas in florida apparently so fuck yeah she yeah but anyway if you need it to be able to turn it into like cream cheese consistency Mm -hmm. um mine wasn't horrible but here we are but here we are (laughs) um if you need a little bit like if you think it's too thick i added a little bit of water i think i added just a touch too much which i won't do next time but it helps the consistency but it very very simple dish very easy dish uh the cashew cream keeps in the fridge for i think i had it for like four or five days before we would finished it, I I don't know how long, like, the shelf life is, but in the fridge is where it needs to live. Okay. Before
0: you have funky things. Funky things. Before you grow your own pets. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that's just my dish. I,
1: yeah, I don't really have anything more to add to that. I was just looking at the thing. Do I make any alterations? I already talked about those, so. hmm we're not really doing, like, the nutritional or, you know, facts anymore because at some point,
0: you reach a wall. Yeah. Uh, we only have access to so many ingredients mm-hmm. where we live. So a lot of the things that are, like, oh, more tropical, quite a bit less native, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's going to be hard for us to get our hands on, um, whether that be availability or money.
1: Yeah, we are landlocked, so like the only way to get it here is truck. Yeah. And prices
0: prices are awful right now. Yeah. On literally everything. So yeah, we're 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 skipping over the food facts unless we do happen to come across something that we you
1: think know, you need to know.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You're on a need to know basis essentially.
1: Yeah. If I have a fun fact about cashew cream cheese in France, I will let you know. But other than that... Good to know.
0: <laughs> okay. Are we ready for our story? Yes. Okay. General hilarity. So, our first story back, I'm super fucking excited for. Um, because it involves a few of the things I love most. Food and the paranormal? Food and the paranormal. <laughs> Um, no, that is called Hollywood slash pop culture, um, music and ghosts. Uh Oh. Uh It is simply called the, the mansion in LA. So this is uh, a story that, like I was just saying, you're really going to enjoy if you like the same kind of music that I do, uh, or hell, even if you're just a music lover in general. So. The Haunted Mansion is located on Laurel Canyon Boulevard in Los Angeles County, California. Uh, And it is simply referred to as The Mansion. I'm like, that's not very creative, but. Well, you know. Yeah. It's a four bedroom mansion owned by music producer Rick Rubin. Originally built in 1918, the house is famous for the successful bands who have recorded music there. Um, the house was also once owned by Errol Flynn in the late 1930s, and although many say that Harry Houdini lived at the mansion, no one has ever lived in the mansion under the name Houdini, and there tends to be a lot of confusion between the mansion, which sits at 2451 Laurel Canyon, and the Houdini estate, which sits at 2400 Laurel Canyon. Now we're going to talk about a band that I really enjoy. After recording the Red Hot Chili Peppers Blood Sugar Sex Magic album with ease, Ruben decided to use the mansion to record many of the albums he has produced, including some of Red Hot Chili Peppers, Audio Slave, Slipknot, and Lincoln Park.
1: I like it.
0: Yes. Um, the nine piece metal band Slipknot also reported experiencing a number of unusual events while living there during the recording of their album, Volume 3, The Subliminal Verses. Drummer Joey Jordison claimed to have had an unsettling experience where every night around 4 a.m. his bedroom door would open by itself. Singer Corey Taylor took pictures of two orbs hovering near the thermostat in his room that changed the temperature. (laughs) Sounds like a dad ghost. Yeah. (laughs) Turn... Did you change the thermostat? Mm-hmm. Just one degree. Change it back. Exactly. <laughs> also, um, system of a down guitarist Darren Malachian. I feel comfortable in that. We're sorry. So sorry. Said that every day around four o'clock, his amp tubes would act strange. Though it is rumored that the house has been haunted since 1918, when the son of a furniture owner pushed his lover from the balcony. Uh, The present mansion is actually built on the grounds of the old mansion, which burned down in the late 1950s and wasn't rebuilt until years later to be used as a recording arts studio. Nevertheless, during the recording of the Red Hot Chili Peppers B.S.S.M. Blood Sugar Sex Magic album, more unusual things occurred. Consequently, their drummer, Chad Smith. Uh, chose not to live in the house during the recording while guitarist John Frusciante, I probably fucked that up too, considered the ghosts to be friendly. Oh, and a fun fact, this specific RHCP album art also features a photograph of a strange orb captured during a group photograph, which the band suggests might have been a spirit at the mansion. And now for a little blip about another awesome band and their experience, the Foo Fighters. Ooh. Um, They got creeped out while they were recording Medicine at Midnight there. Also, quick shout out, rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. He was drum kit in Foo Fighters and just recently passed away. Okay, yeah. Uh, I've seen some stuff that Dave Grohl's posted Mm. going through this twice in his life. Please. Yeah, so rest in peace, man. Uh, Foo Fighters frontman Dave Grohl has recalled the spooky goings-on at the Haunted Mansion when they recorded their latest album. And latest doesn't mean most recent from now, because I forgot to check and see when this article was posted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Dave Grohl said they will not be rushing back to the 1940s mansion, which he had rented and lived at a decade ago before returning there to work on their latest album anytime soon after they were left spooked by what they believed to be ghosts. (laughs) My go, damn it. Believed to be ghosts with the rocker claiming to have heard unexplained footsteps and a presence felt next to him. (laughs) Quote. So there was a house down the street from where I live that I actually rented about 10 years ago. It was an old house built in the forties. I believe Just the quintessential creepy house. The person that owned the place told me stories like, oh, Joe Cocker used to party here with the guy that played Grizzly Adams. Um, When I lived there, I didn't consider it to be a spooky house, but my kids did. Uh, My daughter would see things and other people in her room at night, uh, but she was three years old at the time. I mean, I did the same thing. But when we came back to record this album, everybody felt creeped out and you could go one of two ways. You could run screaming out the front door with your tail between your legs, or you could put your head down and make nine songs and then get the fuck out of there. (laughs) That's basically what we did. And asked if he saw any ghosts, he had this to say, quote, I've never been that paranormal experience television show type of person. I've never wandered around my basement with infrared goggles looking for heat sensors. The worst part is just feeling it. It's not like you're seeing floating bedsheets and vomiting pea soup. It's like you feel somebody next to you or hear footsteps or have recurring dreams of an old woman in a muddy sweater barefoot in your living room. Things like that. And when he was quizzed on whether these experiences have influenced the songs on their first ever party record, he insisted, quote, I don't think it's a spooky record. I think it's a party record. Maybe whatever was in that house influenced us to make our first Boogie Rock production. So hallelujah, whatever the fuck it was, it worked. So here... Right. Thank you, Dave (laughs) Roll. Words (laughs) of wisdom. Yes. From the rock god himself. So here is just a list of some of the people that have recorded at this place. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Guns N' Roses... Jay Z, Slipknot, System of a Down, Audio Slave, Linkin Park, Maroon 5, Lord, ugh, Young Thug featuring Travis Barker, and Major Laser, featuring Tove Lo. Laser. Ugh,
1: it's a
0: freaking laser beam.
1: So sharks with freaking lasers on the freaking heads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. <laughs> So anyway, that is what I have for you with that. Just... I like it.
1: Yeah. I enjoy that different people get different experiences. Like, some of them are like, we're cool. Me and this ghost, we're besties. Yeah. And other people are
0: like, they don't like me. I'm not a fan of that. I think I'll just live over here for a while. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so great? Oh, and I should have looked this up. I think that there is a movie... On Amazon, that you can purchase. I don't know if you like have to buy it or you can rent it. I think it's called Studio 666. Mm-hmm. And it has something to do with the Foo Fighters or Dave Grohl. Oh. At the very least. Like, he did his own horror movie. I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Okay. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. So. Rated R. It's a horror comedy that lasts an hour and 48 minutes. Here's the synopsis for it. Members of the rock band Foo Fighters move into an Encino mansion steeped in grisly rock and roll history to record their much anticipated 10th album. Once in the house, Dave Grohl finds himself grappling with supernatural forces that threaten both the completion of the album and the lives of the band members. It was released in February of this year.
1: I feel like it has B-movie energy, and I'm here for it. It's so, yeah. That's so funny. I feel like that's going to be a monstrous media situation. Yeah, (laughs) I
0: feel like I need to. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I
1: wonder if he has, like, Zach Baggins energy. or, Or if he, like, is a little bit more chill with it i'm just like i just want to be friends
0: i don't know know, but i can't wait to find out yeah to see what it's like you will have to let me know immediately and everybody else will have to wait their turn yes i feel like it's going to be like highly satirical yes super excited i love it (laughs) so anyway that is what i have for you is there anything else that you would like to add i know there's so much more that we could add
1: yeah, no, not really. Not for this week. I can't think of anything that needed to be added that we hadn't already said. As mm-hmm.
0: um, well, so far as kind of like an idea, our our goal is to have our main episodes be a little shorter. Hmm. Um, the way we're recording has changed dramatically yes. from how we were doing it um, before we were getting together every week, um, every Friday to record. And with busy lives and mental health and all that, we, we came up with a new game plan for how we're going to record. So we're actually only recording one night a month, maybe two, depending on the month. Uh-huh. Um, and we're recording all of our episodes in one evening. So we figured it made the most sense uh, with the way we wanted to reorganize what we have to offer you to do shorter main episodes and then spend the most time in our dessert episodes.
1: Because that's what you're here for.
0: Everybody's here for the desserts, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's kind of what we're going for. We're going to have, excuse me, if we have it, we're going to have our monstrous media in, in there. We're going to have little stories that we find, listener stories if we get those in. It's just going to fluctuate and depend on the month, but we are are planning on focusing more heavily on um, those types of segments in our dessert episodes.
1: Yes. The fun things. Yes. The
0: treats. The treats.
1: That we always used to give you at the end of every episode, but that gets taxing.
0: Yeah. So. Well, and it just... Time-wise, it just wasn't working out for us. No. Absolutely not.
1: I had no weekend. Yeah. Because of editing. And often, well, we all saw that some of them got in late. Or days late. So this allows for life to happen. Yes. Because she does whether you want it or not. So we can work more with, I'm sick, or there's a family emergency, or, you know, stuff like that.
0: Yes. Oh
1: yeah, I totally forgot. Um so this month, the month of May, we are having a charity going on on our Facebook page. Or there's a post that you will be able to donate to World Central Kitchen, which is an organization that supplies food like and hot meals to places in crisis and right now that's the Ukraine. So we want to do our part to be able to give back and to show our support to the people who need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the whole month of May, we'll have a post up on our Facebook. If you don't follow us on Facebook, get the fuck over there and you can donate whatever you're comfortable. There's no like set donation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have um, I'll have the link for that pinned to the top of the page. Yeah. So it'll be really easy to find. That'll also be on Twitter. Yes. Um, should be on Instagram. You know. Yeah. Should be everywhere. So that's one thing that uh, we talked about and wanted to do.
1: Yeah. And if you forget, we will remind you weekly up until the end of May. Yes. So you're welcome. You're welcome. If your brain functions like ours and be like, yeah, totally meant to do that. And then you get on a tangent
0: And then you gut brain. Yes,
1: and then you don't do what you thought, and then Tuesday comes back around. Oh, yeah, they told me to do that.
0: Literally, that's happened to me so many times in the last couple weeks. Yes. So let's not go there. Okay, um, so I think that is all that we have for our first episode back. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, um, this one, of course, was going to end up being a little bit longer than episodes to come to welcome everybody back. And just let you know what was going on and you know give you an idea of what the game plan is now uh like we said you know if you have any suggestions or anything like that you can send them into baking underscore with underscore booze at yahoo.com or hit us up on one of our socials um yeah and we uh we're looking forward to bringing you season two well until next time have a great week and uh we'll see you then
1: bye bye